In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Christ is risen. Truly is risen. Come on, the ascension's like the end of, in the middle of the week. We don't get to say this again. Say it louder. Christ is risen. Truly is risen. Christos Anesti. Christ is risen. Truly is risen. That's better. Uh, I was driving with Jenny the other day on the way to have a, a dinner date. Um, went alongside off the ramp of the tollway. We saw a man begging for change. Now me, being the cold-hearted and callous person I am, turned a blind eye to the poor fellow, hoping my best that he wouldn't make me feel like any more of a miserable person than I already do. But Jenny, being an actual Christian, was moved in her heart by the poor man's situation and felt compassion for him. It was as if she saw the Lord disguised in the form of that man and took pity on him. She turned to me and asked, what are we supposed to do about that? What are we supposed to do about homelessness and suffering in the world? To which I replied, don't know, and sped my way as fast as possible toward our dinner reservations. But apparently, the dream coming true of marrying Jenny has aided me in developing a conscience all of a sudden, and I couldn't get the man out of my mind. Ugh. Stays like this, I wish I didn't give up drinking. I mean, she has a good point. As a so-called Christian who has been given salvation, someone who once was blind, but now I see. What am I supposed to do? When I see the suffering in the world, how am I to bring about a better world for others and share the new life that has been given so freely to me? Well, strap in my theological cohort, this one's gonna be a doozy. In today's Gospel passage, we read about the account of, a, of Christ healing a beggar who was born blind. And following the miracle, the beggar was confronted by the Jews who couldn't believe the miracle and were outraged by the Lord working a miracle on Sunday, no, no less. Kind of how I get upset when people tell me that bathing on my day off isn't optional. The pericope goes on to show us the response of the man born blind to his accusers and how the miracle of being able to see has changed his perspective on the Lord and what it means to believe in God. I am reminded of Father Alexander Schmemann, who wrote, A Christian is one who, wherever he looks, finds Christ and rejoices in him. And this joy transforms all his human plans and programs, decisions and actions, making all his mission the sacrament of the world's return to him who is the life of the world. He's saying, essentially, that being a Christian, in the truest sense of the word, means that we see things differently than people like myself. It's like our eyes have been opened, and we see Christ everywhere we go, in the people we interact with, the struggles we face, even the face of death. And the man born blind not only received the blessing of seeing the visible light spectrum that you and I enjoy, but has been given an even greater gift than being able to see. 
He's been given the gift to see the Lord in all things. Everything he says in the passage following the miraculous healing points right back to Christ as the one who healed him. He invites, even invites his would-be critics to join him as a disciple of Christ. I'm sure that went over well with the Pharisees. We are no different. We have had our eyes washed in the pool of Siloam, Siloam at our baptism. And we have been given the opportunity to come and receive the light from the unwaning light just as our ancient brethren and just like this blind man. We, like our ancient tradition, have heard, come receive the light. And when they heard it, you could bet this gospel passage would ring home. And how beautiful a blessing it would be that upon receiving the light at Pascha, we could, like the blind man, see Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, the creator of the universe in all things. We are given a sign today that can illumine our eyes and help us to find Christ and rejoice in Him wherever we look, so that this joy will transform all our human plans and programs, decisions and actions, making our mission the sacrament of the world's return to Him who is the life of the world. But Rob, you endearing and incorrigible brigand you, that man had a miracle work for him. Christ in the flesh. If I had Christ in the flesh heal my halitosis, I would be singing his praise too. Well, my fellow nearsighted companions, does orthodoxy have a treat for you? Christ is coming to us today in the flesh and blood. Christ is coming today in the flesh and in the blood. In about 20 minutes, you will be given the joy of encountering heaven on earth in the form of the Eucharist. What a mind-blowing miracle this is! Christ has not abandoned us. He is here with us every Sunday, and we need only to believe this is true, and we can receive the very same gift of sight that the man was given who was born blind. It's all too easy, isn't it? Well, think again. How many of us actually see Christ when we approach the cup? How many of us are able to see the angelic hosts escorting the gifts around the church? Who here can see the apostles residing among us in the form of the clergy? St. John Chrysostom says, if you cannot find Christ in the beggar at the church door, you will not find him in the chalice. And that, my friends, is the point of today's sermon. I'm not here to say that Christ has healed my eyes. I'm here to say that I have a lot of work to do. I, who chant in the heavenly church of the Lord, do not see him in the beggar on the side of the road. I am no better than the Jews who, having seen a man born blind be rebuilt by the very hand of God, could not believe the miracles that had taken place. And worse yet, we're upset about the blessing that is received at receiving sight. I can honestly say that sometimes I'm upset that there is a liturgy going on during the week or on my day off. Which is why 
I all the more need to be here in church, in the very physical presence of the Lord our God, so that one day he might heal my eyes, remake me in his image, so that wherever I look, I find Christ and rejoice in him. And that joy will transform all my human plans and programs, my decisions and actions, making all my own mission the sacrament of the world's return to him who is the life of the world, right now and forever into the ages of ages. Amen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen.